Welcome to this week's episode of the Moza's Podcast. This is your host, Moza. And today, since this year is coming to an end, shocker, I thought it would be a fun idea to reflect on some shows, books, podcasts, places, maybe even items that I have enjoyed throughout the year. In this episode specifically, I'm going to be dedicating it to dramas that I've watched. So let's get started. Do you find reflecting on what memories you have created this year uh, interesting? You know, when you rewatch a show or, you know, listen to a song, sometimes it reminds you of, a mo- of that moment when you first listened to it. Uh, that type of feeling that I'm talking about. Such things bring happiness and good memories to me. And, you know, sometimes they actually don't. They take me to a dark place or a dark moment. For example, when I listen uh, to the song Bomb Bomb by Card. Oh, God, it takes me back to 2019. Specifically during the spring break, uh, we took a family trip to the Belfjera. And I was hooked on that song. I was hooked on the choreography. I would always listen to it. So whenever I listen uh, to the song, it just takes me back there. And everything about the trip was, was new. The weather was very nice. And that's the feeling when I uh, talk about dramas as well, or even the other uh, things that I've enjoyed during this year. But, you know... Since we're talking about dramas today, we're going to be diving deeper into that. So shall we start? Okay. Because this year's K-dramas were captivating and spectacular. They really were. When it comes to, you know, the story, the acting, the production, oh god, the set design, and also the direction. The competition was strong. And narrowing down my favorite dramas of the year to create a top five list it took quite the time it took some time for me to you know choose it was it was really really tough so here's what i have done okay i made categories top five top five dramas of the first half top five dramas of the second half top five dramas of the first second third and fourth quarter of the year and to top this all, I made top 10 must rewatch dramas of this year. I know that's how indecisive I was during this whole process. So I'm going to be going through each category, give you some synopsis or an idea about what the, each drama is talking about. And maybe what I found interesting without, without giving spoilers. Listen, I'm bad. I'm bad at this, okay? What I'm trying to say is that I'm going to be trying my hardest to not give you any spoilers. And that's why I'm using um, AsianWiki.com. It's my go-to website whenever I need to know about upcoming dramas, movies, the cast, read about the story of the drama. That's my favorite place. It's bookmarked on my webpage. So... Let's get into the top five dramas of 2021's first half. Number one is Vincenzo, or in English, Vincenzo. Silky Ramon Isa Senghal, Hospital Playlist 2, to be exact. Number three, 
because I find these two dramas related in the genre at least, I decided to put them together. Voice 4, Voice 4, or Mouse. That's, that's in the third place. Uh, number 4, O Juinim, O Master, or in English as well, O My Lady Lord. It has it can be translated into two ways. Number 5, Chongchun or Youth of May. So back to number one. And this these lists are not made from best to worst or worst to best. It's it's just it's just me listing the dramas in no particular order. So I was so excited and stalked to see Song Jong Ki in this drama. I've watched his previous works and he's at the top of my favorite actors list which is which is it is endless okay i cannot choose i have a lot of favorite actors and actresses and, and that's a whole other topic by itself but anyways the series got me the drama got me in the first episode like the opening scene wow amazing the fact that it was shot in korea and not in italy you have to watch it for yourself because you're going to be blown away. And the director, Kim Hee-won, is actually a female director. And she brought this story into life and made the visuals so entertaining, so breathtaking. And it hooks you. That's why I'm putting Vincenzo on this list. So... The plot is about this guy uh, being adopted by the age of eight to Italy. And he grew up there and now he's an adult and has the name of Vincenzo Cassano. He's a lawyer, but he also works for the mafia and holds the conciliar position. And there is a war uh, in the mafia. It has to do with his father passing away. So he goes back to Korea. In Korea, he gets in, he gets involved with with our female lead Chon Yobin, who is playing uh, Hong Taeyong, the lawyer Hong Taeyong, and she will do anything to win the case. And so he has to go and deal with the case there in Korea, and he gets tangled up in that case. He wants to achieve social justice by his own way, whatever that is, right? So if I so we have a mafia guy, we have a case to dig into, and a criminal to catch. We have a great story, great characters, and amazing cast. As I said, we have Song Jong-ki, we have Chon Yobin, we have Ok Taekyun from 2PM for my K-pop fans out there, and we have the whole tenants that later become a family really <laughs> next on the list we have silky rowan isa senghal or wise doctor life or the official title which is hospital playlist 2 yes we have hospital playlist 1 and it was released last year and now we are joining the five doctors again uh, to see their life as doctors and as nurses, I think one of the different parts about this uh, drama or doctor's drama is that it also talks about nurses' stories and patients. And I cannot l 
leave out the comedy because the comedy is a big part of it. It's just it's just so fresh. And these five doctors all entered the same medical university in 1999. And they're now friends and they work together in the same hospital and they even have a band of their own. So that's just cool to me that that's that they're like friendship goals if we can if we're allowed to use this term in 2021 okay (laughs) and they even have there are songs that they sing at the end at the end of each episode as uh, an official ost which i find very very interesting the drama was actually filmed in an actual hospital well in the drama i think it's called yulje yulje pyongwon or hospital but uh the building and everything is actually real. It's I think it's a women hospital in Korea. So I just loved that building, the atmosphere and and um the friendship. The friendship was a huge part that I really loved about the story. If you listen to the previous episode, I think you may have an idea why I I really love the friendship aspect aspect of it. And the actors, I mean, we have amazing actors here. We have Chu Jong-suk, we have Yoo Yeon-suk, we have Jong Kyung-hoo, Kim Dae-myung, Jeon Mi-do, Jeon Mi-do in this in this role. She plays Jae Song-hwa and Song-hwa is a tone-deaf person. Song-hwa cannot sing to save her life. She's forbidden from singing in the sessions. But I almost cried when I heard Mido singing in a, a musical that she had, that she did. And yeah, she's an amazing musical um, act- actress as well. And we also have Shin Hyun Bin, a very loved uh, actress as well. So again, we have this sort of family aspect because of the friendship and because of the, you know, uh, staff of the uh, of the departments or in the hospital so I definitely recommend watching it you're gonna have so much fun watching it and probably learn a lot about the medical world I, I heard that uh, actually this drama was praised because it was the best drama to show you know how doctors you know wash their hands before surgery or like do these procedures and um I think when it comes to hygiene and whatnot, and yeah, it was praised for that point, and uh, it was interesting to see uh, their daily life, I guess. All right, let's talk about voice four before we talk about mouse, since they are they're stuck together at number three on this list. So, voice four had three previous seasons, and. We have our main lead actress, Yi Hana, as Kang Kwonju, or as, as she's known in the, uh, in the series as Kang Senta. Uh, she's a police academy graduate. She had top marks, and she began to work at the emergency call center 112 in this drama. In the first season or or yeah in the first season she was working on a murder case where her father who was a police surgeon went to the crime scene and she heard what happened to her father over the phone uh 
So after that traumatic accident, she goes to study in the U.S. all about voice profiling. And she actually has a, an incredible sense of hearing. So she plays an important role in solving these major murder cases. Each series, or each season, sorry, each season we had a different male lead. In the first se- season, we had Moon Sin Hyuk, bla- played by Tang Hyuk. And in season two and three, we have my favorite, favorite actor, Lee Jin playing Koski or, or Do Ting Jang Nim, because his name is Do Kang and it's just mystery upon mystery and and i think the best part is that uh eating walk is actually in in voice two and voice three this year they returned back with voice four and although we're not with do tim chang nim we're with derek cho so he is a derek cho is from the lapd and he his team uh, at LAPD dealt with criminal gangs and he was in Korea because i think they had a joint what is it joint case to deal with and something tragic happens and he stays in Korea and soon joins hand with Kang Kang Center to solve the serial killer murders that happens and this serial killer is unlike the previous three uh seasons because it turns out just like kang senta this serial killer has an enhanced hearing ability and so it's like a stronger battle you know because you have this ability and your opponent has this ability so I think it's it's a it's a card plague. You know, you know who gets to play their card better wins, and it's just. I think this season was the scariest out of all. I'm not gonna lie. It creeped me out from the get go. But again, I think the story is amazing. Maybe I do like the previous two series because you know of the actor Ichinok but it's still amazing i still uh recommend you to watch it and follow up with the um story now on the other hand we have mouse which also deals with a serial killer and i don't know how many times i said it but isengi Yes, one of my favorite actors out there plays uh, our character Jung Bottom, and he is this rookie police officer that works at a police substitution. Okay, he's honest. He's tr- he's trying to attain justice, and then he faces a psychopath murderer who plays you know who places the entire nation in fear. And after coming face to face with that murderer, his life, Bottom's life, is actually turned upside down. In this drama, we talk about two scientifically un... How how do I say? Like, scientifically impossible procedures, okay? We talk about the frontal lobe transplant 
and well i i think the other one is actually doable um testing genes testing to know if your baby has the psychopathic murder or not so it talks about psychopathy it talks about a serial murderer and uh i think it's what got me into true crimes later on this year i didn't really know much about psychopaths and um maybe that's why <laughs> i was just so in disbelief and in denial because i couldn't just just pull out the character chung parum from isungi and i was biased very much <laughs> that that's that's why um and i actually wrote a book review on goodreads on my goodreads account um it talks about talking with psychopath killers and yeah if you want to go check it out go check it out i'm not going to just spend a lot of time talking about it but i did link this drama to it a little bit yeah next on the list we have a little bit more lighthearted dra- drama it's called o o chunnim and i love the title because our uh, lead actress is actually called o chuin so her name is o chuin and chuin in korean means a landlord landlord or owner and nim is a part of you know uh, honorifics if i'm not mistaken so yeah that's for our uh, main lead character that is played by nana yes nana from uh, the group after school and she joins eminki or his character han bisu and we have han bisu who is a uh, thrill drama screenwriter and he's the best uh, in korea and then we have oh join who is a popular actress and she mostly appears in romantic comedies but she wants to star in a uh drama that is written by Bisu and that's why she just tries and tries and tries and unexpected plans happen and they end up tangling up with one another and for me personally it is not your regular rom-com drama something about our our main leads something about the house the hanok they live in um the atmosphere in this drama just makes it on a whole other level that's why i think it's one of my comfort dramas on my list honestly and i'm not going to ruin it more or or add anything else because I want the drama to unravel before your eyes and for you to enjoy it. Next up we have Uwole Chongchun or Youth of May and we have two ca- uh, two characters our main characters Hwang Hite who is a medical student he entered med school and at the top of his class his persona is you know he's easygoing but he's also has an unyielding spirit. On the other hand we have uh Kim Myung-hee. She worked as a nurse for the past 3 years. She's a lovely person and she stands up against what is not fair. And because the plot of this drama 
uh, talked about the Guangzhou uprising. I just want to educate those who never heard about it or don't know about it. Um, so it was in the city of Guangzhou in South Korea from May 18th to May 27th in 1980. At the time, the government estimated um, around 170 people were killed, but other estimates have measured, you know, at least 600 to 2,300 people were killed. And although it was a very tragic, you know, happening, you know, it still had a profound impact on South Korean politics and history, you know. And so the Kwangju uprising has become a symbol of, you know, South Korean struggle against the authoritarian regimes and, you know, for democracy. Um, I will link some information and articles for for all who are um, interested in knowing more about the history because honestly I'm not that well educated on it. I may have the surface le- surface level information about it or like basic basic level information. So I just don't want to, you know, disrespect this, you know, event or anything. And that's the end of uh, the top five dramas for the first half of 2021. Stay tuned for the other episode this week because we're going to be covering the rest. You know, the second half, the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, and the fourth quarter. And the top 10 must rewatch dramas of 2021. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.